1: everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. It's also episode 200. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: And yeah. it's a very special occasion yeah. because you join us for our Game of the Year podcast as well. What? <sighs> <laughs> <mumbles> Just by
3: coincidence. I think that was intentional. I think we decided 200 episodes ago, if we start now... We do it every In 2023. Week. But sometimes there sometimes might be Sometimes take old... a break. Mm, yeah. Mm,
1: but not yeah. always. Yes, it will. Game yes. of the year. Perfect. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashton. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we're going to be running down the top five games of 2022. We've all brought five along. We're also going to be running down James Jenkins as well, because he is not able to make it today, unfortunately. Yeah. But he has provided some notes, so he's going to be with us in spirit. And we're also going to be running down the Patreon voted top five games of wow. the year, oh. as well as the most anticipated four this year, the year of our Lord, 2023, and any honourable mentions that we have that didn't quite make our list, or that uh, we played that didn't actually come out in 2022. Mm -hmm. Before we get there though, we need to talk about this week's sponsor.
2: We do. And they may sponsor this week, but they also sponsor every podcast, because we literally couldn't do it without them. That is of course the alternate universe version of U2, Double Jump. If they had carried on, this timeline would be all different. And you'd be listening to episode 200 of the Double Jump podcast. But look at us, Triple Jump. Don't don't say it. No. Please don't cease and desist me.
1: We can't can't go through that. So we're sponsored
3: by me and Ben for about a w- who existed for about a week. Yeah. Yes. Um and if they'd not been legally served, mm. yeah. they would be doing episode 200 of the Double Jump podcast. Double Jump podcast. Yeah. Didn't even right. not get to 2%. start
1: the podcast in its No, we its never got as far form. as the podcast. Uh, but <laughs> we did have assets made. Mm-hmm. I still have all those, I'm sure you do as well on your computer. Yeah. We did one
3: uh, video and then we did another video where we had judges wigs on. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, yeah. so no. Where were we, spo- are we really sponsored? No, well, we're
2: not sponsored by okay, them. Okay, we're goodness. sponsored by the love and support of our wonderful Aww. audience who helped us get to episode two hundred by listening and supporting the podcast on Patreon for just as little as one dollar a month, where they ask questions to this very podcast so and also you.
1: get to vote in the game of the year poll. Yeah, as well. also that yeah. as well. Um, everybody on our Patreon contributed to this, so thank you for voting and submitting your games of the year. To be clear, here's how how it all went down. We asked people to submit their top, was it top three? Yeah. Top 3 games of the year. Every single game that was mentioned was put into a spreadsheet and then the ones that got mentioned the most were then put into a poll. Everybody got one vote and then we got a top 5 from that. Mm-hmm. So, that's how we ended up with our Patreon voted top 5.
2: We had 155 votes. We had in 155 the poll. games. 155 yeah. games in <laughs> the poll. There's actually quite a lot of games mentioned last year some of mm. which I hadn't heard of, so mm, That's
1: great. I think we're going to we're going to get to one of those lesser known ones shortly mm-hmm. uh, when we actually start the top 5. But patreon.com forward slash team triple jump if you want to come along and support us uh, not just financially but also in the podcast form by submitting questions as Ashton said and also voting in polls and things like that Mm -hmm. so do go along there if you fancy first up though we're going to talk about our most anticipated games of 2023 mm-hmm. uh, we've got sort of uh, we've got a top three of the patreon voted uh my script is in grayscale so the color coding doesn't i'm Half just gonna have to mine rely is on blacked
2: out you're so number three
1: I we're having an can't ink see that. problem at uh triple jump cultaholic towers and so i'm gonna have to rely on you guys to know which ones are yours to read yeah this we... number three isn't mine
2: we've got it Number three is mine. It okay, yours, is what it? is it, Ashton? Okay. The third most anticipated game of twenty twenty three, as spoken for by the patreons. Mm. Uh, it's actually a twofa. A twofer two fa- one. Um, they were drawing. It's Hogwarts Legacy and Starfield, mm. um, which we all know about. Starfield. It's going to be big.
1: Seventy bit. Seventy billion planets. We've like got time. 7 million
2: primates. hours of gameplay. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, everyone was excited about getting into Starfield and yeah. stuff, they've so. they've
1: recently reconfirmed that it will be the first half of this year is, is yes. what they're targeting yes. for mm-hmm. Yeah, no no actual date yet, but no. uh yeah. I'm first I'm,
2: quarterish.
1: It might be on it might be part of my most anticipated it i didn't actually put someone else's in as well Oh hmm. in order my my most anticipated I oh just, no i didn't either. i just picked a few games
3: but these oh, i didn't need them more than one i've got a few i can talk oh, I, oh, great. I only brought oh, one great. but
2: i've got two games in a dlc
3: <laughs> okay excellent who's got number two i've got number two excellent as okay. voted for by the patrons yeah. uh it's another twofer whoa wow. um it's resident evil 4 remake And Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm,
2: Quite a lot of people are excited about that. I put a tweet up because I've been really trying to get into the gaming spirit. The gaming spirit. Christmas is done. I can't find it. There's nothing I'm really excited for in the next month or so. And a lot of people were talking about Star Wars um, Jedi Survivor. I've been going
3: up and down on that one. Yeah.
2: I'm just playing through the first one now um, and I'm enjoying it so far. Combat, I suck at so far. It's Uh not easy. You're just plowing through them. But. yeah, I'm. I'm interested, by a lot of people seem to be really excited for this
3: game. I'm now up on that one. I, well, it will be. I'll. I'll wait until it. It might be one of my most anticipated games. But uh, yeah, I've been going like this. Ben and I have talked in the past about how much we don't like the character, and I also don't like your sort of Soulsborne or Metroidvania style games, and it's both of those. Um, but <laughs> I'm now. I'm now coming back. But we'll get to
1: it. Yes. Uh, I am indifferent because I I think mainly the hype surrounding the first game is what killed it for me Mm. because I went in expecting this pristine Jedi experience. And for a lot of people, that's exactly what it is. We've talked about ad nauseum on the podcast. Didn't really hit for me. So I'm not so fussed about this one, but I'll wait until the inevitable hype levels say the same thing as the yeah. first, which is, it's the best thing ever, and then I'll play it, and it won't be the best thing ever, <laughs> and I'll be a bit sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resi 4 remake, though, Peter, that's, you know, I mean, I, you probably Again, won't want to talk about that right now. i that in a little bit. Uh, at number one in the Patreon-voted poll of most anticipated for 2023, it is The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, not Tears of the
2: Kingdom. No. No.
1: Tears of the Kingdom, which, lest we forget, rather hilariously...
2: Announced the day after the Queen.
1: (laughs) Was not allowed to be broadcast about on the UK Nintendo channel because uh, the monarch had passed away. Tears of the the Kingdom. We were all
2: tearing (laughs) in this kingdom.
1: We certainly were.
2: Uh, Man, so. I wish I was excited for this game. I wish. I wish I understood the hype behind The Legend of Zelda, like Breath of the Wild. Did you played Breath of the, of the Wild? Game, for like four hours and I just couldn't get into ah. it. I tried twice and I just couldn't get into I'm it. I'm going to
1: really try this time. I mean, I might I'm, really I'm actually try too. I'm, I'm going to really give it a but go. But do you feel
2: like you have to play the first one again?
1: I don't. I hope not because mm. it's really it's,
2: it's carrying on isn't it
1: it is mm. but the I Suppose
2: you could just watch a video there are
1: lots of lore implications in the legend of zelda but from what i understand uh, apart from i mean I, this is a big swing here i may be talking completely out of my arse <laughs> uh but apart from returning characters and a familiar setting i'd mm. like to think that the story is is just abstract enough for me to kind of get what's going
0: well, on. well it's
3: usually isn't it more sort of subtext and like little oh hmm kind of Almost mythological references to each other, rather than. I think so. I think generally it is a direct
1: sequel, so it might be different. This one is, but, yeah. Yeah. but generally, yeah. In, I think in previous games, it has been. There. I'm gonna try. I'm yeah. gonna give it a go because, uh, like you, I really want to. I want to be on the. I want to be on the Zelda. I want to
2: be train. in the cool kids. I want to be.
1: Like, all the cool kids love Zelda. I want to
2: sit at the back be... of the bus with all the Zelda heads. Zelda heads. That's Zelda. what
1: they call themselves. Uh, Linkles.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I'm with character.
3: you, Ashton. I'm. I'm also not like particularly feeling this one, but I also I don't think i feel that i want to be on the back of, i don't i'm not saying i actively He's so don't cool. want he to be he doesn't
2: even want to be part of the cool i'm not
3: saying like uh don't want to be on that back seat <laughs> but i'm just saying I, I don't feel like you know th- there's enough coming out this year that um there's plenty for me to look forward to mm. so
1: yeah well, let's move on then to James's
3: yeah.
2: James Jacobs' most anticipated. Yes, yeah. please. His most anticipated game of the year is Starfield. Mm. Shocking to no one, mm-hmm. um, uh. not because, and he says this is what he says. We've got quotes from the man. Not himself. because I think it will be good. Very doubtful at this point. <laughs> But I'm so damn curious how Bethesda will make it work, or at least how the modders will eventually make it work. (laughs) Also, I'm a blatant Skyrim apologist, and once this comes out, we might see Elder Scrolls 6 in in our lifetime. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
3: Maybe, man. I'm with James on both of those points. (laughs) This is absolutely not my most anticipated game of the year, and I love how he's able to say it's his number one most anticipated game of the year, and then basically say, not because I think it'll be good, (laughs) Uh, but I... I'm curious to see just what, what they've is this game? actually done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm also, I just want everything else to get out of the way of Elder Scrolls Six, which is at the back of, the, or has been at the back of the queue for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And maybe once this is out, that is what they will actually focus on. Watch them make another two Fallout games before. Oh, yeah, Fallout, yeah, Fallout yeah, yeah. 77. Yeah, get yeah. Ready. it's
2: coming. Fallout 101. Yeah, yeah. But my most anticipated game. Well, like I say, I have two games and a DLC. Um, I'm really excited for the Horizon Burning Shore DLC for mm-hmm. Forbidden West that comes out in April. Got my Horizon jump on. Oh, you have? Um, yeah. Yeah, Amazing. got it for Christmas. Oh, that's great. Um,
1: oh. Is it? Cause the Tog's connected at the front. Well, that's yeah. An it's interesting. kind of weird. The Funny, hood, that, I accidentally
2: it? broke it almost immediately. That's oh. The best. So that's a, well, that's no, that's how it was. But it, there's oh. like a little ball in there that you're not supposed to pull out. And I thought, what's well, you've got that? To have and I yanked it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to run with that. It, it comes with a toy.
2: Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm really excited for that DLC. I love that game. And I was thinking about playing it again yesterday. I was just sat there and I was like, man, I kind of want to play Horizon again. <laughs> but I might wait a bit until the DLC is coming out and do a new Game Plus run uh, before that comes out. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Also excited for. Um, Suicide Squad Killer Justice League. Yep. We've got a, quite a while to wait for that. I think it's going to be out the latter half of 2023. But I'm excited for it. It's a lot of what we've seen so far is really interesting to me. I love a good co op experience. So I'm excited to play that. And lastly, um I don't actually know if it is coming out this year. It's kind of unconfirmed, like might be, might be not. It's a game called Paralives, which is kind of like a Sims competitor, um, similar energy to like building and character creation and lifestyle Sims. Um, And I'm quite excited for that because there's a lot of features in that game that we've kind of been waiting for in The Sims that is made by quite a small team. So I'm quite excited in development for ages. Mm. Um, And maybe 2023 is the year. So Mm. excellent, yeah. Excellent
1: uh peter austin
3: it's me um i so this seems like a good opportunity to say that my list of five games of the year this year is not good oh it's <laughs> it's weird it's just a weird strange mix because i've not played hardly i've played hardly any of the like major AAA titles this year i've been too busy getting a married and getting a house so uh i've i've I, and I, I had a bit of a, uh, 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 what's the word, like a kind of a crisis at mm. one point mm. where, do you remember you said some months ago, I can't remember what it was in response to, but you were like, man, do I, do I like, oh, it was after we watched like, oh
1: yeah, it was like a Sony show, conference games or, so, or Sony yes. show,
3: you were like, do yeah. I like
1: games anymore? And I know
3: you were being a bit facetious, but you're yeah. like, wow, I hmm I don't yeah. like this stuff anymore as much as I used to. And all this year I've been like, crap. Am I, do I just not like this anymore? What about my job? What's going to (laughs) happen? Fortunately, there is so much this year that I am so excited for. And Mm -hmm. I think this is, this is going to be my year. year.
1: Yes. It's Peter Austin's year.
3: It's it's funny because
2: I feel like the opposite of that.
3: Yeah. Well, I saw your tweet and I was like, that's so weird that like, finally so (laughs) it's my time 2020 pete (laughs) i've got exactly that yeah so i've got a bunch that i'm very excited for um but you will have to just forgive my just strange top five selection (laughs) because there's so many major games i've not played but um so for me resident evil 4 uh remake i'm super excited for um I just think like I love that game that the original game uh, to begin with I think it's probably one of the best games ever made not just one of my favorites but I think objectively a very very good quality game um, so to see them do it in the the new style that has been has has served other remakes very well so far is super exciting um, I'm actually quite keen at the moment on the idea of playing Jedi Survivor as well like I say I've been going up and down on that game a lot but having seen the most recent trailer i'm like oh there's some interesting kind of weird references and places and locations and characters and stuff that i'm like why is that there and there's like some old battle droids from the prequels that shouldn't still exist so there's all kinds of intriguing things on there i think it just looks better as a game it just looks improved mm-hmm. and the hype that you talked about from the first game i think maybe this one will live up to the first game's hype, possibly. Um, Dead Space, quite excited to play because yeah. we're probably going to stream it. I don't know if we will or not, but it's the kind of thing that we would stream. And uh, again, I love the original version, so uh, I think that's going to be good. Uh, and uh, there was a- another one, but because I only brought Resident Evil Four, was it Forspoken?
2: It was on. What was that?
3: Yeah, Forespoken, Yeah, I'm sort of intrigued by. It. See, I didn't play this demo that was quite divisive. So yeah. and yeah, so it's it's more um it's highly anticipated for me because I've not yet had been, <laughs> had I'm not been let crushed. down by the demo yeah. yeah i'm still in the the state of mind that a lot of people were in beforehand obviously i have heard about some of the drawbacks but i've not yet experienced them so that one may well be a huge disappointment for me but for now i'm quite looking forward to forespoken
1: Excellent. Yeah. I remember what the other one is that you forgot. Uh, it was, because it's on mine as well, and that's Peppa Pig World Adventures. Yes. Which comes, oh, uh, yeah, of course. Buzzing. Um, yeah. At some point this year. I only say In that because year. I got my two hundred and fifty. It was Spider-Man, sorry. I just Spider-Man, remembered it. Yeah. Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Spider-Man's 2. coming out this year. Um, Peppa Pig World Adventures, I'm looking forward to, because that will be my 251st Platinum Trophy, after my friend Peppa Pig was my 250th Platinum Trophy this nice. week on stream. went um, it out? Dunno. Just kinda wanna be I just wanna be amazed one day I log into mm. my, my yeah. PS5 or my Xbox and there and it it is, yeah. So it'll be on Game Pass, obviously, because it's a flagship title. Everyone's gonna be yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Microsoft's gonna wanna lock that down. Uh so very exciting yeah. I've got a few smaller things here. That was one of them. I'm obviously joking. Lies of P uh is a game that was oh, announced yeah. last year. Oh yeah. And yeah. That, that is a very the Pinocchio game. Sort yeah. of Pinocchio game. I watched like an extended gameplay thing of that and I think it was Gamescom where that was shown off and it uh, looks fantastic it's very Bloodborne um, more so than Dark Souls I would say and I'm really intrigued because as I've said many times before there's something about Souls likes that really turn me off because I just want to play an actual Souls mm. game uh, whereas watching this i i'm pretty i'm pretty excited for it i want i want to play that uh ditto for oxen free lost signals which is out this year was delayed out of last year uh, i really liked the first game and i really liked the, basically all of their games that i played after party was very good that was one of my games of the year actually in 2019 i mm. want to say maybe <laughs> uh and big big game wise starfield i'm um, I'm going to at least, I know I'm yeah. going to get a base level of enjoyment out of that game. Mm-hmm. I'd like guaranteed. And if it's buggy and weird, all the better for it. Yeah, I'll have fun in that. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 is a huge one. Marvel Spider-Man 2, which is yeah. supposedly due out of fall uh, this year. Mm. And Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, part two of the remake is apparently due out next winter is what they announced. So it'll either be December or very early. In uh twenty twenty four, but I hold out hope for this They
2: year. did confirm that Spider Man two is due out and like this yeah, year. This year yeah. Yeah. So in a blog post. Thanks, Place. No, yeah, really big
1: fanfare. Oh yeah,
3: that. that's right. No date yet for Little Devil Inside, but still no that was supposed to be twenty twenty two. So I've got to imagine that it can't possibly be 2024, right? It's got to be this
1: year, presumably. You so that looks interesting. You would have thought well. that game has been in development for so yeah. long now. And every time we see it, it's, it looks like a completely new genre of game. Yeah. It's mm. really weird.
3: And then there's the the nice, I keep. I always forget the name of it, but the, the sort of cycling photo season. season. I yeah. think that's out yeah. this yeah.
2: month. Yeah. yeah, it's coming it soon. It is out this month.
1: Oh. oh, Ashton knows. Watch Ashton's new series. It is. It's a great series. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to our top five game of the year, we are going to talk about our honourable mentions now. There's no Patreon involvement here, but we can mm-hmm. run through all of our games, as I said, that either didn't crack the top five or that we played this year, or last year, sorry, and really enjoyed, but that didn't come out and, uh, and in that year and therefore qualify for the, for the top five at all. Mm-hmm. So who's got James? Peter does. Peter's got James.
3: James, uh, his honourable mentions this year are Tunic, which did come out this year, didn't it? But fairly sure. just didn't yeah. make his top uh, top five. When yeah. we say this year, we're, we're confusing Sorry, 2022. Yeah. We're going to do that a lot, probably. Yeah. It's so. a, basically the first thing we've recorded yeah. since we came it's back.
2: It's the 5th so. of January, so, yeah.
3: you know. Yeah, uh, Stray... Australia, which also came out in twenty twenty two. Australia two.
1: You serious about this, and also Football Manager twenty twenty one.
2: Nerd.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: He did give a shout out for his team of choice, but I didn't put it down because I didn't understand it, and therefore <laughs> nobody else. <would> <laughs> sorry, it was, James, sorry, James. Bad job. Sorry, James. Don't get it. So that's it. Ah. Uh,
2: My um, honorable mentions are hey. <laughs> Don't get angry at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I already know that people don't trust my judgment anyway, so I couldn't, definitely could put it in my top five. Uh, Saints Row is uh, an <laughs> honorable mention. Saints
3: Row. Yes.
2: I played a lot of that game. And apart from the fact that the game is so broken, that I literally cannot platinum it because one of my trophies is, is bugged. And I, without playing the entire game again, uh, I can't platinum it. Um, I let's play- face it
3: you want to play the entire game again anyway so I, you'll get it <laughs> i kind
2: of wish i did but also my boyfriend was like i'm not playing any more of this game don't yeah. ever ask me to play it again um and i played a lot of that game and as much as it is objectively mm. on every level a bad game i had a great time <laughs> it's playing so bad it. I really just work in support on yeah
1: gearbox games now yeah or, or, man or something um, like that citation needed
2: also, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I didn't put that in my top five because, again, like I really like a co-op experience. I love the Borderlands universe and all those games, but I just couldn't get on board with Wonderlands. It just did not grip me in in any way, which is such a shame because I know a lot of people really enjoyed it and it got quite a few mentions on Patreon, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it, gang. I'm so sorry. Um, also, Power Wash Simulator. Oh. I played a lot of that. Um, Very zen. And I really liked it. I thought it was a really good game. Made me brain turn off and I would just put something on TV and just clean. (laughs) Just clean the park or something. While
1: the pots and pans in your kitchen pile up around you. washing. I'm like, no
2: time. I have to clean the park.
1: Virtual park.
2: Um, And the last thing, it didn't come out this year, but also kind of did because it got an upgrade. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. Um, That was my most played game on PlayStation. I put over 100 hours into that game. And I think, actually really good game and i'm really glad that they managed to like fix it and and bring out the story that they put together in that and i'm glad that it got a lot of people playing it this year i do think that maybe they didn't get the comeuppance that they should have got i mean they did a bit but like it's a shame that they didn't kind of learn from their mistakes Mm. a little bit but um i think it's a really good game and i'm glad that i got to play it on a way that's not broken completely Mm. um so yeah this the upgrade that came out in february and i played this year and i think it's actually very good game Mm. so Mm. those are my on mems.
3: on men's Uh, i've got my on men's here um two games that came out this year uh lego star wars i think uh in in a lot of the skywalker saga i think in a lot of ways you know it deserves a little bit of a mention for me it was too big too bloated too weird like if they just put (laughs) A lot more of that effort, a lot more of the effort that they put into making a big expansive game into the campaign. It could have been a phenomenal game. Um, what they did do in the campaign was great, but it was just you know it almost felt like a bit of an afterthought, to be honest, so that was a real shame. But uh, what they did well, I liked. What they didn't do well, I didn't like, um, which is a really insightful statement <laughs> from me there. Um, Dark Alliance 2 remastered. That's very much just a personal choice because it's uh, the original version of Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2 and 1 uh, I really enjoyed. And then they just very quietly released a remaster of that. And I played it all the way through and had a really good time. So that's one of them. Um, And then a game that didn't come out this year, but I played for the first time at long last, been meaning to play for ages, was Inside, Mm. um, which I played in like spring. I keep saying we do keep saying this year uh, in 2022. I played in like April or something and uh philip messaged me before i played it and was like try and play it all in one go and as soon as you played it tell me and we'll talk about it so it's mm-hmm. got like fond memories not only having played the game but also then uh yeah it just reminds me of reminds me of philip as well mm-hmm. so that's a nice thing so mm-hmm. i'll always have that weird horrible disgusting <laughs> oh. game to remind oh. me of yes <laughs> Um, Just as he would want. Yeah, he, he would actually want that. So yeah, inside was great. I can't believe I, I, you know, uh, it took me that long to play it because I love that whole genre, and I'm looking forward to that Bramble, uh, Bramble Wood, Bramble
1: mm.
3: World game, whatever it's
1: called. There's like two that look very similar, and uh, yeah, from from different. The parts Slavic the mythology one looks really good.
2: Yes. Um, yeah.
1: So yeah, that's. I think
3: that was the
2: one that was a demo last month. Yeah.
3: Oh, is that is the one that, that you messaged me about? It's not developed by no. them, but oh. it's the same. Similar oh. energy. So, Okay,
1: sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, one of those games that is developed by the inside or mm. some people from that team, I think, came out on, ex- on Game Pass at the end of last year, maybe. Right. Like the Alien Invasion one at the end of the world. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I mean the... <laughs> the... You mean the, the, yeah, the Nordic Scandinavian folklore? Similar kind of genre, really, by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's spooky. Mm. Spooky
1: game. Ben, what are yours? Um, I've got a few here. Uh, firstly, ones that did not come out... Uh, last year uh, Gears of War I played through those games for the first time and I really enjoyed those mm. shout out to Gears of War you may not have heard of it it's pretty good it's
2: pretty indie game it's
1: pretty under the radar yeah mm. uh, I replayed Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Final Fantasy 7 Remake last year as well uh, and still really enjoyed those games and I hope I hope they make another part of this uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake lark because uh, yeah it ends on a bit of a they haven't finished it and they might just stop. They might just never make another part, you know? They may what? never come out. I'm
2: being suspicious. Oh, right.
1: Uh, however, so I do, that long I do genuinely want them to make a second part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how likely that is, given that Square Enix is selling off loads of its studios um, mm-hmm. and a lot of its IP. But I thought it was really, really good. And I would like to see more from those characters. Uh, and, you know, maybe a continuation of some of the decisions you made in that game would be nice too. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I'm also shouting that out because I did platinum, in a, a platinum it and I played a lot of it. But uh, it's, it's still in that weird new Gearbox style that I don't really mm-hmm. connect with as much as I did the older Gearbox games. So I'm interested to see what comes next and how how that does. Uh, every Wales Interactive <laughs> game I played last year, big shout out to you. Never stop making them. We're due for at least three this oh year. Oh my God, there's so many coming it's out. It's very this exciting. Uh, if you're not familiar, Wales Interactive are a Welsh-based studio who make almost exclusively FMV games. Uh, which is live action and then you just make decisions they universally have not the best acting and uh kind of the worst characters ever in that yeah. a bit like the dark pictures anthology they all are just detestable mm-hmm. for nearly no reason at all um and varying production values i would yeah. say yeah yeah it really is kind of all over the place but i love their games and i don't i don't want them to stop and also we want to be in one can i be in one place? so we'll let, come, let come yeah. to Do wales that, please, please. Finally, and please don't hit me Ashton, uh Horizon Forbidden West, honorable <gasps> mention
2: to. It us. didn't make it's your totally top adorable. 5. It didn't
1: make my top 5, and I've oh picked some That's I've tried really to upset. apart from a couple of obvious ones, because otherwise my top 5 would just be the most expensive AAA games that came out last year. So I tried to swap a few things around. Oh, well, you'll make me feel better then about mine. Forbidden West (laughs) didn't quite make the cut. Um, I think it's a beautiful game that deserves uh, its time in the sun. And if you're interested in big open world RPGs, it's a fantastic one so give it a try but for me I, I came away and i'm not really looking forward to the dlc and uh it's not really occupied many of my thoughts since oh my God. please don't
2: be cross <laughs> that's sorry. made me really sad, I'm really sad.
3: Oh. uh i nearly um also put the quarry in there i just remembered yes mm-hmm. the quarry was, yeah. just because we've was had a fun as a as a group playing
1: that yeah so. every dark pictures anthology game yeah. shout out yeah never stop supermassive yeah. as, as was, well um,
2: the other one, the last dark pictures this year as well was that last year uh, that the was... vampire one.
1: Oh no, that was the they. They tend to release them in October, So right. I think then yeah. yeah. This one came out in November, mm-hmm. I think, start of November. But usually, yeah, it's like end of October mm. sort of time. Well, there we are. Those are our on mems as on men's sorry as you christened them. uh Before we get to the actual game of the year. We need to talk about our podcast producers. If you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump supporters at a certain tier, you get a shout out normally around weird news in the middle of the podcast. But today you're sponsoring this game of the year podcast. Mm. So thank you so much to Nathan,
2: GY Goliath, Nexus
1: Polaris, Duncan Wilson,
2: Ellie Nicholas, Erica
1: Hutchinson, Melody Elbonette,
2: Katie Garrett slash Jared and
1: Gabrielle Philippink.
3: Thank you.
2: Thank you, you, podcast
1: producers. Thank you very much, podcast producers. Now it's time. It's time to begin game of the year. Number five from the patrons is...
2: Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and also drawing with that was 7%, is Vampire Survivors.
1: Ooh, Now, Vampire Survivors is one that's kind of... Uh... What's, what's passed me by? Do they, they fly? Vampires do fly, don't they? Float? Some vampires do. Yeah. Some vampires. Which they do
2: ones?
1: big jumps. Big jumps. It's sort of big jumped its way under the radar for <laughs> mm-hmm. me. I have heard about it, and I know that it's super skulked. popular. Skulk, yeah. Sure. Has has skulked so like under the radar. Cape
2: run under mm. the radar. <laughs> Oh. Imagine well I have a cape it would look much better. Switch. Yeah, it looks and spring.
1: then running. It does look fantastic already. Yeah. Uh it's a roguelike. Uh, it is. sort of uh shoot 'em up kind of thing. I think it's on pretty much everything. It's on mobile mm, and so. all the consoles and it, I think it launched on PC first, PC and iOS yeah. or oh, Mac sorry first.
2: I really don't know anything about this game vampire survivors like I feel like like you say it's really just gone under the radar for us especially I've known nothing about it but it got quite a few mentions Mm. um, in Patreon such as Mm. such as such as uh, Robert Golding about vampire survivors said have you ever played a game where you feel you'll just go for one more run as you got pretty far last time suddenly realize it's four hours later and you're still at it that is vampire vampire survivors to a T incredibly addictive gameplay loop with a satisfying progression system and world so i mean it sounds good i <laughs> wish i wish I played it i guess it yeah. sounded
1: like you were gonna go
3: have you ever played a game that you,
2: that you
1: it just really serves to highlight the uh the beautiful spectrum of video game enjoyment that exists mm-hmm. out there there's really there really are games for everyone mm-hmm.
3: well nexus polaris also uh talked about this game and said, when you just want to turn your brain off and play something retro style and insane at the same time, you play Vampire Survivors. It's easily one of the best games in a while. The visuals are what you'd expect from the likes of the snares or Genesis with the gameplay to boot. Its addicting nature is fueled by the fact that you can level up your overall progression and character both passively and permanently. <laughs> Soundtrack slaps, nuff said. Sick.
2: <laughs>
1: nice. And as we move on to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, move my paper around. Robert Mansell said, despite its janky build, it's been such a long time since I've had this much fun with a Pokemon game and I feel the new Mon added were some of the best designs we've seen in a long time. Mm.
2: Dr. Mundy also liked Pokemon, said proof that Pokemon games can still be fantastic, even when marred by awful performance issues. Yeah. You played Pokémon Scarlet slash Violet. Yeah, it was your favourite yeah. bad
3: game of the year, yeah. wasn't it? Or not bad? Yeah,
1: like but yeah. Well, my favourite was it? I can't like remember the the most funny you've had in a in a game that runs like absolute yeah. crap in, mm-hmm. in ages. Yes, and I might talk about it shortly. Mm. So oh my god, I won't, that's beat
2: out Horizon for me. I, <laughs> I won't go into,
1: just you went to my number five. Oh. I won't go into more detail just yet. Uh, who has James as number five? I've got James as number five. James went for Cult of the Lamb.
2: Man really want to play this game i just i keep being like oh man i need to play cult of the lamb but then i keep being like oh it's on game pass it's not on game pass why does my brain think it is <laughs> i'll just
1: get it on game pass uh
3: james said absolutely delightful mix of hades-esque roguelike and settlement building slash managing your cultists the whole gameplay loop is so satisfying. The aesthetic is beautiful and silly. Naming your cultists just adds to the hilarity of various situations. Apparently, Sanic really enjoys eating the <laughs> eating bowls of poo. Uh, played it for three, four days straight almost. Couldn't put it down, which says it all.
0: Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah, I really want it. this game. It's got such like some people who played it really enjoy it. And yeah. I do feel like this is one of the games that I might play in the in the like down period for me of games that i want to play
1: does it make you really kind of sad and give you quite a lot of fomo that some of the the best reviewed uh indie critical darlings are or most of them are are robelais they're in they're in genres that you just don't really go for because that's how i feel because i really want to experience these games but i just don't really like roguelikes yeah Yeah, it's not
3: really my genre this so um although Sonic eating bowls of poo I'm kind of (laughs) that's (laughs) that's selling
1: me on it to be honest
2: well, speaking of roguelikes, my number five is kind of a roguelike. Okay. In that it's the game called Plate Up, which came out a little while ago. It's one of the Oxcast games, and we got it in Humble Bundle. This one might be a bit of a recency bias, but um, <laughs> me and MB have been playing that a lot over the Christmas period in December. Um, and I really think this game is, is something special. I think mm. that it's kind of like a little bit no one's really talking about it but i think more people should be because it's a really good game it's like overcooked meets like a like I say a managing sim plus also a roguelike like i just really love it you just have a restaurant you make it through 15 days and you can franchise your restaurant if you don't you have to start again with like different food different layout There's is it like, co-op yes so up to four mm-hmm. player co-op um both online and local which is great um and and we could stream it if you wanted to. We could stream it. Um, and I think it's really, really good. You have to really like plan things out. So every day you have like a new set of blueprints that you can either buy or research to make better. And you have to like serve customers. I'm always in the kitchen. Envy's always on front of house serving customers, washing dishes and stuff. And I just think it's a really, really good game that kind of is hitting this weird, this weird niche that I didn't know I really liked in that sense of like, overcooked but less stressful Mm -hmm. but also having to do other things and think about things in between there's like a conveyor belt system you see like people's like layouts it's this unbelievably complicated conveyor belt system in the kitchen all to make like a burger like it's just crazy just a series of conveyor belts and mixers and ovens and once you get kind of that idea of how to play the game and you have like these conveyor belts and grabbers and stuff it's like it's crazy and it's just yeah, I think it's a really good game, and mm. I really enjoy playing it, and I want to play it all the time. So, I definitely think we could play it, and I think we'd enjoy it. Amazing! So,
1: that sounds great. Yeah,
3: yeah sounds that's
2: good. my number five. Hmm.
3: My number five. It's funny you say about recency bias, Ashton, because I think I've this could be down to, partly to recency bias, and I I nearly put it in honorable mentions instead, be, partly because of that, and also partly because well, you'll see, because it almost didn't come out this year in a, in a sense. The Last of Us Part One. Mm. I managed okay. to get my dirty mitts on a physical copy of it over Christmas, right? And I've been playing it, and it probably also helps in addition to both of those other, those caveats uh, that I haven't actually played Last of Us Part One, the original release, f- for years. I've only only played it the once, basically, right. like okay. years and years ago. Mm. So it's been a long time since I played it. And honestly, going back to that story and those characters and that world, uh, and that that gameplay. Um, i've just really enjoyed and i think it looks great all the way through i was a little bit cynical through the uh like the marketing of the 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 re how did they do it they they remade it haven't they yeah this is a remake yeah um i was uh kind of cynical about it saying like looking at some of the side by sides thinking is it that much better and why are they making this but there are uh, like several like very obvious kind of vignettes where i can remember how the original one looked and i'm like okay wow like the the new lighting is fantastic and uh some of the character models are actually quite different um in a in a good way um and playing it with the the haptic feedback as well i really enjoy that so um i'm having a great time with it and so yeah it's a bit of a it's a number five for a reason it's the recency bias and it's kind of a game that came out years ago but uh i've had a great time with it and i i think it's justified in that they have done enough to this to kind of make it its own game and Mm. to you know not have it reserved to honorable mentions in my opinion Mm. so uh yeah i've really enjoyed that and that's what i've been playing um recently over over christmas and i've had a great time with it so it's nice
1: excellent excellent uh my number five is one that I I mentioned is the result of me shuffling a few things around just so my top five were a bit more interesting. But it is a game I still really, really enjoyed. Uh, and that is Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus's No. Not, not a, oh, my <laughs> it's God. Uh, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, uh, yeah. which I've actually ended up playing a lot of this mm-hmm. year because despite finishing it, whenever I have more than two people over, I bust out Shredder's Revenge and everyone picks a turtle and we just cuz it's it's not a hard game to play no. and the stakes are really low so I can give a controller to a family member who doesn't who knows what the buttons are but still yeah. has to check them to make sure they're pressing the right ones and they can still understand that you just mash square to attack. Yeah. Grandma loves the turtles. Grandma so, so. is <laughs> the real hero in a yeah. half shell. Yeah. Um and this was made by Tribute Games who uh, I think were founded by a few people who worked on the Scott Pilgrim versus the world game that I absolutely adored when that came out. And then I played through the the PS4 re-release, I think maybe either 2021 or 2022. I'm not sure when Mm. it came out, but that, that was so lovely playing through that again. And this is even easier than that, I would say. And it's not just about difficulty, of course, but I just think it's such an accessible, lovingly presented retro style game. The music is brilliant. Uh there's I won't spoil it but there's there is a there's a boss fight at the end of every level and there's a boss fight that just has the oh man it's just got such a good such a good song and it's <laughs> not all I'll say it's not all sort of like chip tune as you would expect sort mm. of appropriate music There's some there's some real original bangers in there wow. even down to when you're just going around the level select screen and the it's got the sort of this ambient beat behind it and you're in the turtle van and every so often it will go ha 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 <laughs> with, the, with the horn it's great I love it I That's really nice. really enjoyed that game and it's I think it just it will have a permanent spot on my console of choice just mm-hmm. to boot up with people and play locally yeah. and you can play like seven players online
2: mm.
1: Oh, really? it's chaotic enough with four of you running around on the same screen and luckily there's no sort of friendly fire or anything do they become other turtles? Well, there's seven characters. Yeah. All oh, right. There, so there are seven
3: not, characters to choose there's from. There's not three like bonus turtles. They have <laughs> no. just like Van Gogh. No. And, yeah. Oh, see, know. I would
1: love that. That would be great. Mona. Yeah. Sorry?
2: Mona. I like, thought you said Boner. No, no. the turtle. No, Mona.
1: Um, yeah, I, I think it's a great game. And that's why it's my number five.
0: Hmm.
3: Lovely. Well, uh, we move on to number four now. And I've got the audience submitted number four uh coming in with nine percent of the vote it's stray stray, stray? Yeah. or the cat game if you want to get literal about this meow robert mansell uh has said a clever well-built game that even
1: impressed my mum
3: who's oh. quite anti-gaming <laughs> oh, oh i dear. Have an anti-gaming <laughs> actually auntie. it's mother
1: gaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Richard Major says, meow button. That's mm, it. That's it. Uh, Kathleen Collier says, I played stray because I love cats and I wanted to hit the meow button, but I found so much more. It's downright scary at times, which I was not expecting. And the storytelling was amazing, it was such a grim world, but really sweet at the same time.
2: And Steven Skoda said, This game was a fun palette, a little fun little palette cleanser. I love the atmosphere of the world and the unique and fun characteris- uh, characters the cat encountered along the way. I haven't got my glasses on, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this was a fun game with its short runtime and a fantastic game to play.
0: Mm.
1: I forgot to mention Stray in my honorable mentions because it didn't crack my top five. Uh, but I also really enjoyed Stray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also going into it not really sure what to expect, but I found the sort of... It's it's like very a very light version of the philosophical dilemmas uh, struggled with in Near Automata mm-hmm. about what it means to be alive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And I just found it really nice. Yeah. It wasn't that long. It didn't outstay its welcome. And I think it was just a, just a perfect little a perfect little game. Oh, very good. I really liked it
3: uh i've got thoughts about stray but it's, it might be okay
1: a yeah bit me too me also we go to james jenkins number four then and he gave it to a plague tale requiem which is probably quite shocking to ashton and i because i feel like we literally had a conversation of i i haven't heard anyone talk about this game
3: no. a it's a good ago. job he's not here otherwise he'd be fuming. you you two will be fuming and you'd be yeah. having a go at it yeah. james what the hell game
2: it let one. me par- pass the very <laughs> beginning of the game, and therefore I don't like He got nominated for Game of the Year at it the did. Game Awards, and
1: win. James agrees, at least. Uh, number four for James. I know some things have been said about this game on the podcast, but <laughs> listen here, right? It's actually pretty good. Flawed, definitely, and doesn't quite hit the lofty AAA goal it's aiming for. But past the slow start, when more gameplay options open up, it's much more fleshed out and satisfying step... Sorry, it's much more fleshed out and satisfying stealth than the previous game. I oh, no, I think I'm just messing that up. And the story, while <laughs> I can't be asked, while leaning more on fantastical elements, absolutely goes places emotionally there we are i'm really glad to hear that but uh, yeah, yeah. It, i there were too many things to play at the time and it didn't it didn't grab me fast enough unfortunately yeah it's really hard games really have to fight for your attention these days yeah, yeah. they do yeah uh, it's tough
3: but... aesthetically i love the idea of both of those games oh, but it's there's just... a bit
1: right at the start where you're walking towards a big castle and mm. it's gorgeous yeah. it's like a like a french countryside summer afternoon mm. and, oh, yeah it looks
2: lovely i played up to like just after that point so i got to oh, enjoy really? that very oh, yeah. nice bit and i thought it's Looks great go. without the rats. Yeah, the, I don't the, need any mice grim, in my life. Plague I'm streets, good. and then
1: oh no, there they are.
3: Well, not even just like I don't even mean visually, graphically when I say aesthetically, but I mean just even the just the vibe. Like mm. even with the dirty rats nice. and the kind of the the darkness and the you know all of that together is something that I'm quite into. All that as a kind of. As, as an aesthetic and as a, a set of themes. But uh, yeah, yeah it, games do have to compete
1: for your time. They do. I just wish Amicia had like a gun or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just give her a gun.
2: Yeah. My number four is Disney Dreamlight Valley. Hey. Nice. I really like this game. I think that it was kind of the perfect blend of. I think it's kind of like what Animal Crossing is to a lot of people, but I think I preferred it to Animal Crossing, um, partially because. There was kind of more to do. They keep adding characters things. obviously it's still in early access, so technically it's not out yet. So maybe next year it'll also be on my list because technically mm-hmm. it will release next year. Okay. Um, but I really like this game, and I think that what they've done with it is really good. And the way that they've they're adding things kind of constantly adds kind of new things to do and new things to see, which is nice. Um, And I just think both visually and gameplay wise, and you know, just. Soundtrack wise, as well. It's just a really nice game and it's just done really well. And that's just, it's quite nice to see a game that's just relaxing. And I don't have to switch my brain on. I can just run around with Tony Baboni in a dress and speak to Disney characters and. Just have a good time. And I like this on Game Pass too, so I can just jump in whenever I want to. And they don't um, have to
1: throw orbs in tables anymore.
2: anymore no, so no, exactly. They've mm-hmm. fixed that, thank God. So I managed to get my nice Moana dress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think it's a good game. And I just think that if for a like head-empty, brain-off moment, great, perfect. Mm. And I've really enjoyed playing it this year. So yeah, that's my number four.
3: Excellent. Mm. Uh, my number four, um, I have really enjoyed playing with me friends the devil in me mm. ah. actually, it, it, it's surprising i think the part of the reason this one is like ranked as highly in my mind is sort of in comparison to the previous games right which were all good in and of themselves but i think the step up uh, on the devil the devil in me i think is noticeable i think in, in terms of gameplay i just feel like i'm actually walking around and exploring a world more than i sort of ever felt like it before in the previous games in the series the characters as well i found that like although i still hate them all they don't make me angry as much as mm. ones in previous games like when we played the um uh what's the vampire one called house of ashes house of ashes Thank you. i was just sort it's
2: funny of- cuz there's no actual house
3: no. There aren't even any ashes. Not really any you know. ashes. I mean, I don't
1: vampires remember. turn into ash sometimes.
2: There were more ashes yeah.
3: in the devil in me when uh, we nearly got burned to death in uh, yeah. in the floor. Yeah, sure But did. we were
2: like, no, we don't want to get burned to death. I want to get crushed to get to death. In yeah. Oh, there. that Trash was
3: bad. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Put him in a grinder.
3: Mm. Yeah. So uh, although you've still got all these sort of annoying uh, people, I, I kind of think yeah but you don't actively piss me off like the quarry which i know is is a a different uh franchise but um i kind of thought they were just sort of a bit insufferable to be Mm. honest whereas uh in this instance i'm kind of more loving to hate them really i think and i think it's uh we've said it before while while we've been streaming i think it's probably the most intriguing setting and premise that we've had so far in that as far as we're aware uh, I don't think there's anything supernatural going on. Mm. um we saw an old woman at some point who might eventually be a ghost at the end or something. I don't know, but we so uh, were all
2: dead the whole time yeah, yeah. but
3: ordinary. for now, it's just a, a murder murder man um yeah. so i'm although I've not finished it, I am putting that in number four. We
2: might finish it today, I think
3: yeah we yeah could we might at well do actually the time mm. of recording we've not yet um don't we'll vod, but we'll be on the vods channel now yeah so yeah really enjoyed that and the the social aspect and the streaming i guess actually streaming has helped as well and just mm-hmm. like engaging with the community but all of that together uh that game has has
1: benefited from all of the, all those things in my mind and i've had a really good time with it I looked up what you do with the obbles, by the way. Mm. Oh yeah, they don't have an in-game purpose. You use them to buy things on the Whoa. menu, oh. like uh, hats. Digital, hats. not hats. Unfortunately, if it was hats, it'd be pretty good. It's it's literally just like d- dioramas of various characters oh. and situations. It's not. It's not like exciting, like, mm. which is a shame. We're still going to find them though. We're still yeah, going look
2: for. Going to get those bloody obbles. Can't
1: not get the obbles. Uh, my number four is almost certainly recently uh, recently biased, uh, but <laughs> I still I, d- would. Really flipping enjoying it, and that's Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, Mm. which I did threaten that I would be playing for most of the sort of winter break, Christmas break time. Uh, And I really, really ended up liking it a lot. It's a game that, because it has been remastered and it's all running on the same source code, can still be broken in the same ways that it used to be able to. There's Materia Fusion, where you can combine Materia, and your Materia also levels up anyway as you use it. So you can and then you can apply effects to it with like single use consumable items. So I've got a ridiculous my my character has a ridiculous a ridiculously powerful fire spell for mm-hmm. example that also gives him plus 360% hp. <laughs> uh and then i have another piece of material that applies the effects of the ridiculously powerful fire spell to my regular attacks but the ridiculously powerful fire spell also happens to have a percentage chance to deal the death effect which is just an instant kill wow so on weaker enemies i've reached the point where i can just hit them with my regular attacks and they just die immediately (laughs) like they don't even lose health they just die um so beyond the aspect of it actually being a prequel and filling in the gaps and all building up to the Nibelheim incident which is where all of the famous screenshots of sephiroth stood in the fire are from where he burns down a town basically uh, in the original game uh, there was just so many aspects that i found really enjoyable like the the breaking of the gameplay there's a lot of like weird stuff in there too a lot of hang-ups the voice acting and the performances while they have been redone Are not great probably because it is still running on that PSP framework so they can't redo the animations because they're still using the same ones Mm. Mm. so the voice acting has got to fit in time with whatever they did originally right which might go some way to explain why it feels a bit hokey at times (laughs) and the writing's a bit strange where they'll yell each other's names in anguish Or, I don't want to go quietly into this good night. And then they'll start hitting each other with swords. And it's just like, (laughs) oh, Christ, this is a bit naff, isn't it? Uh, So there's a fair bit of that. But as a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, and as I said in the review corner at the time, the fact that they are positioning this uh, as very important uh, going into Remake Part Two, and considering, again, that they are uh, changing up and diverging from the original Mm storyline, it may well be that this is pretty much a must-play for people who are interested in part two because it introduces characters uh, that may or may not now show up because they're changing mm-hmm. things up and you'll know who they are. So I really enjoyed this game. I highly recommend it, but just be aware that it's got a fair amount of, you know, 15 years to 12, you no, know, even longer than like nearly 17 years of PSP jank right. stuffed in there too. But I watched really my
2: boyfriend um, run around a town square trying to get his wallet back for like yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And then try and make some perfume or something. And uh, uh, the, the minigame happened and he was like, and she was like, great. And he was like, what? Yeah.
1: Huh? yeah. I did it first time. I got the trophy for getting it perfect. And it was like so complete dumb luck that I managed to do it. Nice. There's some strange mini games in it, but mm-hmm. highly recommend it. That is my number four. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you
0: Potentially, your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: We now move on to number three. Mm. As voted by the patrons, it is Horizon Forbidden West. 13% of the vote for Horizon, Uh, Cameron Keywood said, perhaps the unluckiest series in gaming history, with both games (laughs) releasing close to the Game of the Year winners in that particular year. I enjoyed the story of the game and the machine design was exquisite. I hope that nothing big overshadows the upcoming Burning Shores DLC expansion and we can kick silence in the crotch or off the Hollywood sign.
3: I do feel a bit sorry for Horizon in that sense. Because, yeah. yeah, it has been mistimed a couple of inadvertently. Uh, Henry Brody said, Aloy's journey was incredible. The depth of the world and the characters was a joy to play through. And I can't wait to go back.
2: Mm. 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 I'll talk about that later. You're talking mm. about, about, about
3: that later
1: fine. on. Horizon Forbidden West uh, was a fantastic game. It is. I'm I'm I do feel bad for it. But uh, Shredder's Revenge is better. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> uh, let's move on to James's number three.
2: Yes, James's number three was Tactics Ogre Reborn, which I think me and him did a crypt scope for uh, mm. when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says. I didn't know what this was until we were graciously given a code and more fool me for missing out on an absolute classic along with final fantasy tactics. This is the classic tactics RPG remake of a remake from 1993 does everything so well with so many options and mechanics at play for a huge variety in battles Um well streamlined from older versions and an excellent story and the excellent story is less fire emblem waifus, more war is hell and nobody wins. Haven't even completed it yet, so a debatable entry, but over 100 hours in, hopefully it counts. Nah, not enough. I think that counts. Scrub. Yeah. Finish it,
1: Finish it first. Roll credits. You're not allowed opinions until you roll credits.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm.
3: Blimey. Wow. Well, I mean, again, it's probably. I don't want to speak for you, Ben,
1: but mm. it's... Well, I, I don't know. Maybe you do
3: like well, your tactics Well, I RPGs. will
2: speak for you. <laughs> no,
1: well, I might be wrong. I think I remember I had a couple of tactics games on PSP. I think there was Final a port of Final Fantasy, fantasy yeah. uh, one. And also, I think there was a Lord of the Rings tactics game on PSP that I remember playing. Oh, right. I was no good at it, but it was Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings was, sorry, is really cool. Yeah,
3: but I was going to say, you know, again, it's one of those where people are saying so much about this game and mm. it's just not, it's not my... Not my genre. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's why
1: we got Jenkins here.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. To pick up the... In spirit.
1: Pick him up for us. Ashton, what's your number three?
2: My number three is the cat game, a.k.a. Stray. Stray. Yeah. Um, I think this game was really good. I think that like... I mean, as soon as we saw it, I think everyone was on board because it's a game where you play as a cat, so why wouldn't you be on board? But I just think it was so much more than I think anyone was anticipating. The story was really interesting. Is that whole debate on like, what is life? Like, what do you... What do you determine as a species that should survive? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that the story was really interesting. Visually, it looked really good. And the art style, like the kind of, I don't even know how to describe it, but the, the kind of different, it's not photorealistic art style was really nice. And the atmosphere that it created was was great. It made me cry uh the end and i don't know if they'll make a second one because i think they wrapped it up in a really nice way they but... can't
1: because they'd never hear the end of it from us no we would just be doing the that's same true straight or straight yeah. two well, yeah, or yeah, straight works. three yeah, yeah. Wrong
2: about... um i would like another one just because i think i really enjoyed the gameplay and i really liked just hanging out with the cat in a with a little backpack on um so I, I really like this game and I think that it deserved all of the like hype that it got this year. And I, I'm really happy that it came out well. So mm. that's my number three.
3: Uh, it's my number three now. Uh, I have brought one along that I was very pleasantly surprised by. Little Orpheus.
2: Ooh.
0: Um,
3: okay. So... I wasn't really sure about where to place this because it was very it was a pretty mindless game, game yeah. gameplay-wise. You mostly just hold right, sometimes hold left, and occasionally press jump or action. <laughs> um but it just kept surprising me and uh I mean I was really disgusted by the level where you're inside a whale and it's got worms. Um <laughs> that really really made me feel viscerally unwell and I was like, "Hey, well done for getting such a reaction out of me, game that I didn't know existed until just now. Um, So I I just kind of liked the way it was presented, like a sort of cereal, not a breakfast cereal, but a next time on the thrilling adventures of, and then it would like roll credits after every chapter. And, you know, it was quite sort of pulpy, really. It was like, um, you know, it was like a sort of pulp fiction, silly story. And uh, yeah, I was just, I thought it was well-written. I liked the sort of the... The way it was, uh, what, what do you call it? Like they were sort of speaking as you went through. What's the verb there? Narration. Present. I guess the narration. Yeah, the way it was narrated, I guess, is what I was trying okay. to say. Um, Or like the commentary. Um, And uh, yeah, it was, I guess the one thing that kind of did annoy me is that just how drawn out his story was when the, the guy who was interrogating him was constantly saying, if you don't get to the point, right now yeah i'm basically going to kill have you killed or and something. then he goes on for another three or four and then he them. just <laughs> carried on and the guy was like if you don't get to the point i'm gonna have you killed." and i was like he would have killed then. him by now yeah. you know so that was the one thing i was like what what is going on here it's just an empty threat at this point but yeah i i it just it kept surprising me with new you know you go to another level and it would be like oh it's icy now oh it's uh you know we're in some strange temple or whatever and uh Yeah, I just thought, it for some reason, it reminded me a little bit of It Takes Two. I don't know what it was about it. I think it was just that kind of whimsical, um, very, very colorful, um, sort of low stakes in a way, even though it was literally about the end of the world. It sort of felt kind of just like a silly adventure, even though, you know, in a way, like in universe, it was very high stakes. But uh, yeah, all of that, um, it was a a pleasant surprise more than anything else. And I think Mm. that's why, it uh i remember it so fondly now thinking back to when i
1: played through it so a little orpheus for me number 3 amazing uh, my number 3 is pokemon scarlet mm-hmm. uh now the issues with this game are well documented and i will say that i will repeat sorry that as um I, as what am i trying to say i will i will now repeat myself trying to repeat myself i did not encounter really any bugs at all Mm. outside of the performance issues obviously it ran not great uh i didn't really experience any bugs i think it crashed for me once um i didn't see any horrific uh sort of deformations of character models and things like that i think a lot of that stuff was happening in multiplayer for people which i didn't play um but as a Longtime Pokemon fan who really only likes the original few Pokemon games. This felt like such a breath of fresh air to me to have full control over which direction I go at any given time and be able to tackle gyms and challenges and that kind of stuff in any order that I want. Uh, they really streamlined. A lot of diehard fans may not like this, but the fact that they streamlined. Uh, leveling up your Pokemon in that everyone gets XP, I found just worked really well with the open world design. Being able to send out one of your Pokemon uh, without entering a battle and just having them fight Pokemon in the overworld, they get less XP that way, but it is a really easy way to level up without having to, you know, it's not as time consuming without mm-hmm. having to enter an actual battle and do turn-based stuff. You can just send them out and they'll knock everything out, basically. Uh, I was... So surprised by this game, and I've only done a little bit of the end game now, which is basically, "Oh, you're now the champion. You've got to go out there and test the the gym leaders you've already beaten to make sure that they're worth their salt or whatever." And and it's basically just a harder version of the gym badges, mm. and then it gives you something that's similar to that again. Uh, not not really my bag, but I could see people spending dozens and dozens and dozens of hours in a game like this and it was an open world game that i felt didn't go on forever and and you really could just get straight to the point and you you're gifted with an all-powerful entity that lets you flip in traverse the environment super easily which is great and you can fast travel between pokemon centers as well without having to use you know find all the hms and get fly and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i just felt as a as a glimpse of things to come, Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, um, was outstanding. And it shouldn't have been released in the States. It was, but I came away having really, really enjoyed it. And that's why it's my number three.
2: Well, the Patreons number two with 22% of the votes was Elden Ring.
3: Oh, What could be number one? Make it
2: to the top spot. (laughs) Um, Morlan said... The Elden Ring was the best parts of Dark Souls, the best parts of open world games, and somehow, some way, they made them work together. At times furia- infuriating, at times needlessly difficult. Seriously, Melina, was it Melenia? Millennia, millennia, Me- no, um, millennia, millennia Have more powers and passives, I dare you, and at times overextended. The game is nevertheless gorgeous, poignant, and at the end of the day, incredibly satisfying. Mm.
3: Like a Glove said, my first Souls-like experience and the first time I've ever felt like I might not be able to beat it. After years of Skyrim, this has shaken up my third-person fantasy experience. I didn't think I'd like it, but but I love it. My first PS5 game uh, also. Uh, I don't think I ever stopped and just admired the beauty of the scenery and quality. I don't think I've ever stopped and just admired the beauty of the scenery and quality of the art of the game. That damn tree is beautiful. It is.
1: It's beautiful. Uh, Kathleen Cullier said, this game was my first introduction into Soulsborne and to say I am obsessed is an understatement. I love the lore and the subtle storytelling throughout as well as the challenge. Excellent game.
2: Robert Golding said, the best part, the the best game that FromSoft have put out by a huge huge margin that I put hundreds of hours uh, to making a very easy choice. Huh? Mm -hmm. That I put hundreds of hours into making it a very easy choice for game of the year playing through the world for the first time was like was a special experience taking down bosses in those early days which has now become legendary within the community surrounding the games and i helped barbara piss beat the final two bosses all on her own that was a great way to cap off the play my playtime nice. of the game thank you robert
3: and Jonathan Lane says, Elden Ring found a way to take everything great about the Souls games and expand on it. The scale of everything increased without losing the essence of what makes a great Souls game. And I can't commend them enough for that. One of the only games I've ever put more than 100 hours into playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've got another one on the next page. Uh yeah, it's for me to read, isn't it? James is. Uh, yeah. James is number two. Yes, James is number two. So we've got James is number two, um, and James for number two voted for God of War Ragnarok. <gasps> and he says just wow you'll doubtless go over it all between you guys but every piece works so well together combat story characters exploration puzzles all of it sublime maybe even surpasses the original a very close call for my number one real tough decision Mm -hmm, James
2: my number two was also God of War right whoa i really think this game is is quite something i think that they've really nailed it with the sequel and i'm so sad that this might be the last time we see some characters knowing that this is the kind of the second and final installment of the norse Mm. area um and i'm i just i thought it was fantastic it made me laugh it made me cry And I was frustrated when I couldn't beat boss battles. Um, But I just think it's a really fantastic game that looks great. The only qualm, the only issue I had with the game was that sometimes it felt like a PS4 game scaled up rather than a PS5 game that could be scaled down to PS4. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes areas lacked life and there was towns you went into that didn't have anything really happening in it, which is a bit of a shame. Um, specifically a dwarf town you go in where you get there, all the dwarves go inside and then you never see them again. Um, which was a bit of a shame because i just kind of wanted to walk around as a giant man with all these little dwarves around. Um, But I did really enjoy the game. I liked the character development we saw. Um, Like I said, the areas were always really nice. The collectibles weren't too annoying and difficult to find and kind of you had to go out of your way to get stuff. And I just think that it was a really fantastic game and I'm so glad that it came out so well um, after how much I enjoyed the first one. So, man, I love Kratos. It's my favourite. Big cuddly man. <laughs> this
3: this is my FOMO game at the mm-hmm. moment. Like I I'm not I'm not bothered that I missed out on Elden Ring because I know it's not really for me. And actually, to be fair, going off some of those comments, you know, a lot of people are saying it's their first Soulsborne game, so maybe I would really like Elden Ring. But at the moment, I don't have the FOMO for that. Horizon, like it it just it feels too bloated for me to really want to play it. Whereas God of War, I, I actively kind of just wish I had the time to do it. And I'm sure this year I will probably finally get round to you know really really having a go but mm. i've just heard so many good things about it and i've seen such beautiful footage of it and i just think yeah uh, i can definitely see that why this is rated so mm. highly by you and james and the audience and perhaps ben i don't know
1: okay okay who cares, who cares? She <laughs> strays my number two so uh did you want to say anything about
3: god of war now or should i do my number two you can do your number two my number two uh, so, in amongst all this chat of Horizon, Elden Ring, and God of War, will you permit me to chat for a moment about Pac Man World Repack? Yeah, of sure you sure Is that it's all right? Yeah. Which reminds me as well um, that I should have put Klonoa um, as one of my honorable mentions. It was the one I was swapping in and out with um, Last of Us when I wasn't sure if the last, last of Us was going to be number five or not. And I must have accidentally deleted it from my honorable mentions. But, so, that's up there too. But, Pac Man World Repack surprisingly it turned out to be one of my most played games this year which i didn't expect but i think it was partly because i streamed it all the way through and i played it through at home Mm -hmm. as well and then i went back and collected everything um but that was a game that was uh, a a remake from the ground up uh, of a ps1 3d platformer like mascot platformer i only ever played a couple of levels of that on a demo disc And I remember thinking at the time, this game is really good. I must get it. And I just never did. And to finally sit down and play through that game in what was quite a nice remake, really, it it wasn't, I I don't think I encountered any glitches. I think it like controlled reasonably well. There was maybe a bit of a depth perception issue at times, but that was pretty much the only bad thing I could say about it. So as someone who's a big fan of that genre, to finally be able to sit down and play that game and in in a modern style, uh, was a real delight, to be honest. Um, if if I'd had chance to play God of War and Elden Ring and Horizon, I suspect Pac Man would at best be maybe number five in my list. No, don't if, say it. If Mm-mm. if it hadn't made it in, if it had made it in at all, number
2: two all the way.
3: But here it is at number two because hey, it was it was there for me when I didn't have the time to play those AAA hits. It was just a nice, easy. <laughs> bite-size if you whack a wacker game and I, I would honestly recommend it to anyone who's into just that kind of colourful fun pl- platformy style uh, if you've not had a go you should do because it was genuinely really good and uh, that wasn't really uh, underpinned by a huge nostalgia factor for me yes I played a couple of levels but I didn't really play the game uh, very much as a child so uh, it kind of stood on its own. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't bolstered by that nostalgia. So that's got to be a good thing as well.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Ben. My number two is also God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I mean, I really don't have much to criticize about this game at all. I just think it's phenomenal, both mm-hmm. presentation wise and gameplay wise. Uh, the story is also brilliant. It didn't bring me to tears, but it did make me choke up a few times. It brought you to tears. It brought me to tears. Of, of, the, kingdom. of the kingdom. He's just he's just trying so hard.
2: He is. Mm. And
1: he's come so far. <laughs>
3: uh, but and in he, the
2: end...
1: He did an eight-minute speech. Oh, bless him. Oh. Yeah, um,
3: yeah I, th- <laughs> I just
1: think it's... What a way to do character development. I don't think I've ever been so invested in someone trying to better themselves Mm -hmm. in a video game Mm -hmm. before and he really does come along leaps and bounds and uh, it's difficult to talk about without going into spoilers Mm -hmm. i'll just speak very vaguely but i i was so invested in what was going on and that is why i think i was struggling so much with the sheer amount of side content that was there as well because it's my own fault because I couldn't not go and do everything yeah. as soon as it opened up. I felt like I had to go and collect everything that I possibly could. And I am ultimately glad I did because it was just more of an excellent game. And also some of the the best storytelling was in those areas. Like Some mm. of those side quests are really good and they help flesh out already excellent characters. But there would be periods where a big pivotal story moment would happen and then I'd just bugger off for like 14 hours and just go do side stuff and then come back and so that that took me out of it a little bit but that's as I said you know that's that's on me and how I choose to play the game because that stuff was optional
2: that's also one of those things about a a game like God of War where the story is so like and the characters are so powerful and you kind of want to know what's going on with them and the development and the emotional stuff that's going on with them is so important but it's also a video game mm. and you have to also do all the video game stuff where you have to like go and, you know, Oh, go and collect these chests or do the Nornir near things. And it's like, okay, cool. I, I, but course, this really emotional thing just happened? So can I have a minute? Because yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
1: my favorite one that that happened again without mentioning specifics. I think uh, something significant happens with one of the characters, and Kratos is stood there like the music's just swelled, and he's sort of absorbing what's going on. And then the mu- there's like a hard cut in the music because <laughs> he reaches down to pick something up off the floor and looks at it there's a hard cut in the music and then a big text box comes up and says you've just picked up an amulet amulet yeah. can, can you can answer and I was like oh yeah. my god yeah. that's the most video game ass thing to do yeah. at a time like this um but those moments they do not happen very often um and yeah you're right I'm I'm sad that we that we're not gonna see more of uh, more of this group of people mm. potentially and uh Hey, congratulations for making literally the most badass male character ever and not have him be a resentful douchebag mm-hmm. like that's that's such an uncommon that was it's such a hard line to walk I mm-hmm. think at, at least in the track record of video games I just think Kratos is he's, he's so cool so I just so want to be his cool. friend he's so cool I just want to be Kratos especially
2: friend. end of like end of second game Kratos is like this guy's just a, ni- he's just this, a nice this guy man. is
1: wicked yeah. and also the combat's amazing mm-hmm. and and it just it feels so good to play even if I did did end up just bumping down the difficulty because I meant to be the God of War. yeah. And I know this is ultimately a skill issue, but I don't feel great about I dying. I want to be the God <laughs> of War.
2: Stop murdering. I want to be
1: Invincible Kratos. So yeah. let me be that. Um I just think it's it a fantastic video mm. game. And any other year, it would have t- just run away with, with my number one spot.
3: Well, sure. it did for the patrons at home oh. who voted it number 1 with 34% of the vote that's significant it
2: was also the most mentioned which obviously makes sense mm-hmm. in the in the first, in round. The first round
3: right yeah uh, tom f says loved it from start to finish and couldn't get enough of the side content one of the best games i have ever played
1: David Lever said, only a few hours in and I'm hooked. The combat and the design are excellent, but it's the story that's really got me. In particular, I love Freya's interaction with Kratos. Exquisite.
2: Henry Brody said, it's a continuation of a great story. I've been loving watching the relationship between Kratos and Atreus develop.
1: And Robert
3: Golding says, there are not many better sequels out there to already fantastic games. A true journey through a complete and engaging world with a gripping story that I really did enjoy end to end. Can't wait to see where they take the series next. Feels very open to going down several different paths and I am open to any of them. Mm.
1: All Correct. So the Patreon number one, God of War.
3: And probably on average across Patreon and our votes,
1: it's probably number one overall. Well, you say that. I mean it might be I mean, it depends how much you weight the the Patreon votes but in terms of the positioning of the two games it may end up being a tie ultimately because James is number 1 well true
3: actually yeah is
1: Elden Ring and maybe and Someone it, else it could well. potentially be Ashton's <laughs> number one as well. We, j- we simply do not know. Uh, James's number one game of the year for 2022 is Elden Ring. Of course, again, might crop up in somebody else's list. I wonder who.
2: Ashton. Me. It's me. It's uh, my favorite game ever. But
1: this is the open world Soulsborne that I never dreamt could work. For me, exploration, discovery, the feeling of progress earned are huge in every one of those games. But this game surpasses it with the best iteration of Souls combat ever. So many options. Has roly-poly sheep an actual jump button and the bestest lad pot boy pot boy, pot 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 boy. boy.
2: do you want to talk about elden ring first i will Carrying that on. is
1: my number one okay. elden ring as well um i didn't get as much time to play this when it came out as i wanted to i felt like i was really far behind and also there was like a family event the weekend it came mm-hmm. out <laughs> so it arrived and i, and I couldn't touch oh, yeah. it basically and i was absolutely gutted uh then i got covid and uh i was feeling pretty sorry for myself and i couldn't really bring myself to do anything and uh, i was able to put more time into elden ring and i was already loving it at that point but i feel like all of the soulsborne games have a learning curve at the start all of them whether you're getting used to the combat or the world or the new design philosophies that they've that they put in there you're it's it's a it's a battle of you versus miyazaki and from software Um, as you try to work out what you can and can't get away with. But particularly in this kind of game, in other Soulsborne games, you would grind Souls to level up so that you felt you were a bit more capable to move forward. Mm. But because of the open world design, you can go pretty much anywhere you want in any direction. From the start, obviously, there are bits that are gated as you go through. um, But you really can just like... This path looks interesting. I'm going to go down here, and in so doing, once you've spent sort of a dozen or so hours in it, and you've really started to invest in your build and the uh, the weapons that you want, and uh, and so on, it really started to come into its own for me as this like truly special game. I've not done. Anywhere near everything that game has to offer. I finished it. I got the platinum trophy, all the endings, that kind of stuff. Defeated Melania, who sucks. She's the worst. Um, But there's still just so many things in there that are are hidden. And then people, Mm. you know, the, the Soulsborne community, perhaps more so than any other, has people who are so invested in the the hidden stuff the data mining and the th- the like bosses yeah. that were cut and stuff like that. So this this game's story beyond any additional DLC that they may or may not release is going to continue for years to come. It's meteoric success in just the general populace of 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 gaming culture is unprecedented. Nobody expected this game to blow up the way it did. I think people expected it to do well amongst mm. its audience, but for it to be Everywhere on social media, completely unavoidable, Mm. makes this game undeniable. And while I would love an Elden Ring 2 or a game like this if they did another open world game, I would also kind of enjoy maybe a slightly more paired back experience like a Dark Souls 4 or a Bloodborne Mm -hmm. 2 or Mm -hmm. or whatever. Something not necessarily linear, but, but perhaps not as open. But for a first try at an open world, I'd say they... Kind of nearly perfected it right out the gate for this style of game, and that is why it's my game of the year. Mm. Amazing.
2: Well, guess what? What's up? I'm giving it its flowers. My number one is Horizon Forbidden West.
3: Top of the podium.
2: It's no secret that I love Horizon. Here she is. You're wearing it. She's right here. She's
3: there on your wrist. You're wearing Horizon.
2: I I love the first game and I love the story and the world and the lore of the Horizon franchise. And the second game was everything I wanted from a sequel and more. For this game, the the story of it was incredible and nobody do we want to talk about it enough because everything else came out and everything was so much better. Than it. But. I just think that they absolutely nailed the the story of the sequel. With the first game, there was like quite a lot of talk about like where can they go. They set a lot of things up, but there was also things that there was like, well, you can never really do that again because you've you've finished it now. Like this is done. So like, what are you going to do with the sequel? But they found a way to to like gobsmack me multiple times during the the game that I just I'm so happy. Every time I think back about that game, about my I wish I could play that game again with like no memory of the story because there was moments which I will just never get that reaction back because I was just so excited or like shocked by what was happening. Um, I think Ashley Birch does a fantastic job as Aloy. And I just think that everything that happened in that game made me so happy or sad depending on what they were trying to do i think it visually was stunning the world was so interesting as the first one is um and i also think that like the new areas the new tribes the new things you experienced were just really well done and like really visually beautiful like there's a i can't remember the name of the tribe now but there's like a farming tribe that live on like a satellite dish mm-hmm. and their whole town is up on this satellite dish. And it's just, just beautiful to look at when you get there. Um, and the world changes depending on the story missions that you do. Um, you can see like the map change as you bring life back to certain areas. And I just, I just think it's an amazing game and I will talk, I could talk about it all day, so I will be quiet now, <laughs> but, um, I just think that it's such a shame that it came out when it did because it really did get overshadowed. And I think had it maybe been two months later, if it had released over the summer, I think it got a much better reaction from a lot of people. But because Elden Ring came out like literally four days afterwards, like it kind of got shafted. But for me, Horizon Forbidden West was uh, my open world game of the year. So I just, I think it's a great game mm-hmm. and I want to play it again right now, but I'm resisting until the DLC comes out.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny, Ashton, that you say you wish you could forget a game and replay it again, because my number one, I replayed Stray and I really enjoyed my second run of Stray. Mm-hmm. So it's now my number one. Um, I uh, This was over Christmas. Just before um, we finished for Christmas, I just saw a clip that someone had posted on Twitter. One of the places where you can just curl up into a mm-hmm. and just go to sleep and it's like a little you know a little moment and i was like oh yeah that that game was nice wasn't it i was and then i suddenly thought to myself i really rushed through stray which i did um because i think i was a bit late to the, i think i was a few weeks behind i didn't yeah. get around it was it like it when until, you were
2: moving or something In it, yeah, just, that, yeah i
3: think something happened when it came out and i so then I was sort of playing catch up so I just blitzed through it I didn't like stop and smell the roses I was I didn't skip through the dialogue but I didn't like absorb it I was just getting all the pertinent points so I was like I'm gonna give that another go and I had a really nice time playing straight for the second time and I think because I did have the memory of it and because because uh, I was able to kind of look at the the wider world and like take the whole thing in rather than Playing it again for the first time, I think it it was one of those times where going back and giving something a second try, having you know you've already got the the bare bones in your head, uh, and you can kind of then put some put some meat on those bones. Oh, delicious! Mm. Um, and uh, I just did a lot more exploring. I, just, I I like listened to the music more, like the ambient sounds and stuff, and uh, just kind of watched. T- some of the, you know, you were saying about what it is to be human and stuff. And yeah. like some of the characters wandering around are really quite intriguing. And uh, I just had a really nice time with it. And I didn't, I'm afraid I didn't cry. didn't cry at the end. Uh, I
2: cry at uh, all the games.
3: <laughs> I didn't cry at the end the first time I played it. And I thought if I was going to cry, it might have been the second time might have got me, but it mm-hmm. didn't quite. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's it's a, a beautiful game through and through both visually and in terms of its story and and everything that you do and uh i remember saying at the time when i played it for the first time it surprised me what it was actually about when i Mm. first sat down and played it i thought this was going to be a bit of a fun kind of you're a cat watch out the (laughs) the man from the pound is going to get you or something the robot pound man uh but it was you know, a, a little bit haunting and a little yeah. bit like, oh, you know, and, and intriguing, and what's gone on here. And I did not expect it to be about that at all. Um, so that was certainly a surprise. The first time I played it, second time I knew that was going to happen, of course. But yeah, to just take all that in and really, you know, some of the subtext and the kind of the, the philosophy behind it, I think, was great. And also the the um, some of the dramatic moments. Someone mentioned earlier that it was like surprisingly kind of scary at times when mm-hmm. you're, you know, doing those those bits where you have to rush through doors and the little blobs are after you and stuff so all all in all uh yeah i'm really glad i played it a second time and and got the most out of it because i didn't the first time and uh yeah it was well worth going back to so stray is my number one
1: fantastic
2: i have to be honest though about last year i've really struggled to make my top five this year not because i wanted to like diversify what i was talking about but just because i was thinking back about all the games that i'd been really excited for and other than God of War and Horizon and Stray there were a lot I of disappointments re- yeah passed, exactly i was yeah. really disappointed by a lot of so the games that came yeah. out and I, I was talking to my boyfriend i was like i just don't i just don't know what to put like i don't know what games to write about because the games that i have that i've played and spent a lot of time on either weren't released this year or were just inevitably disappointing and I'd have to caveat the I played this game a lot and I had fun but also like and I was so disappointed or it was a real yeah. like it wasn't you know Saints Row being the prime example it was not a good game but like that's kind of it was a bit i was a bit upset when i was doing my game in the other year because year, i was like i just i feel quite disappointed by a lot of the games i've played this year nothing's really stuck with me apart from like the top three that i was well, easily thinking of
3: stray for me was was gonna be it felt like a sort of a number three maybe number two mm. game and i'm glad that i went back and was like thank god i can actually gush about this game and give it a proper number one because what what would have been my number one maybe pac-man <laughs> yeah. i don't know do you know what i mean like it's yeah i've really struggled and that's why i'm like so not to rub it in your face actually no, this, yeah. given that you're struggling but that's why i'm so pleased to be looking at the the gaming calendar for 2023 and thinking th- there are going to be some almost guarantees mm. i think mm. like good games in there resident evil is it can't be, be bad, bad. Like, yeah. it can't yeah. possibly be a bad game dead space is probably going to be okay uh there's, there's all sorts to come and spider-man you know mm. again that surely can't be a bad game you wouldn't have thought um, there's
1: so many coming out this year that were pushed from
3: last year yeah. and i've so. got the time to play them at long last so yeah
1: it's been a tough here's
2: top hoping five. Yeah.
1: here's hoping i did look at a um a, a list of because i was trying to re- i was going i went through the games that i played on the various consoles because mm-hmm. you can view what yeah. you played and i was i thought are there any that i'm missing so i I looked at games that released in 2022. yeah i did, yeah, a, I did, the I did exact a google same that as well and it brought up an ign article from the start of last year saying here are the games that are coming out right. and half of them were delayed out of 2022 mm-hmm. And the remaining, I suppose a quarter of them then, the remaining half of the half uh, were, I would classify as disappointments. Mm -hmm. Games that either completely missed the mark like Gotham Knights or games that weren't quite what we wanted like Wonderlands. Um, So few games last year I felt really hit as, as they were intended to. Uh, fortunately, at least I think we we all had at least two or three that really did yeah. mm. hit, but several of them, like I included, Pokemon Scarlet. That game has no end of problems. Still, really <laughs> liked it though. But mm. it, it, you're right; it comes with a caveat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hey let's just hope 2023 is gonna it's gonna it's peter's year it Um, is is.
2: i'm hoping i'll get some i'll get some surprises that will really like yeah make me happy but Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm so sad the thing i was looking forward to the most this year is a dlc i'm like come on and give me something (laughs) I think um,
1: there'll be some, surprise.
2: there was some surprises. There were some surprises this be. year, yes, I would
1: there say. Yes, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to mortgage your home and buy a PSVR 2.
2: I'd have to buy a home first. Well, then do then. that and then mortgage <laughs> it and yeah. then buy
1: a PSVR cool. 2. That's the easiest way to do it. Thank yeah. you so much for listening, everybody. And thank you to our patrons for contributing. We hope you've enjoyed this. And thank you again. Episode 200, we mm. did it. Episode 201, returning to our usual format next week. So be sure, if you are a patron, to submit some questions. And also some weird news. We'd like that as well. Hmm. Peter's going to tell you where you can find us on the
3: internet. We're on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. We do videos on YouTube and we stream on both. And when we are streaming on both, we're modded by Lobrotovich, Trallin Badger and Mr. Black. Thank you, mods. Thank you. Um, Hey, have you got Amazon Prime? Did you know that the bundle of benefits you're already paying for with your Amazon Prime includes a Twitch sub? You can just Step, spend it on us redeem it and you get all the benefits and we benefit i think financially from it in the usual way everyone's a winner mm. um twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash stream or jump <laughs> uh, for video and live stream announcements legacy video content bits of video game news and and all sorts of other discussions twitch stream highlights of the week loads of stuff it's all put there by fraser thank you fraser uh the uh, tiktok.com forward slash at team triple jump is where you can go to look at our tiktoks ashton's in charge of that you're talking this doing week doing them oh,
2: probably will we yeah, yeah i have my phone's fixed now so i can actually uh oh was your phone broken i dropped it on the floor oh no <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay to fix it. Whoops.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Loads of different tiers there. Yes, you can ask questions on this podcast and respond to polls like the one we did for this one. But loads of other things too. Early access to videos, a special podcast that is exclusive to Patreon Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, some some real top tier stuff as well. If you want to look at those as well, Mm -hmm. it's up to you. Go Go for it.
2: We have a website, it's tripleju.mp, tripleju.mp, spells jump, it's very clever, just in case anyone asks. Um, if you want to join our Discord, you can go to tripleju.mp forward slash Discord, and chat with our wonderful community. On Discord, modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise, and if they tell you to do something, bloody well, do it. And don't be a weirdo in the chat. There was someone being a real weirdo yesterday, and they got banned. Uh, so don't be a weirdo, all behaves. right? How don't hard is it? Weird. How hard is it to um, behave? If you want to see the podcast in its audio form, why not go to triplejeff.mup forward slash podcast and check out our live stream pods by going to triplejeff.mup forward slash vods. We're all on Cameo, including James Chickens. So why not go to triplejeff.mup forward slash Cameo to book one from us. And also, if you want to buy some sick and cool merch, I have one under here. Here's some merch. Wow. Wow. Wow! Wow! We've got some new legacy. work, new... is this merch (laughs) is this merch (laughs) is this this one isn't available no you can go to triplejumpshop.com to check out uh, the new merch there's some legacy stuff on there at the moment you can get this hoodie in in black black, uh, if you fancied and some t-shirts and a hat and a hat and a hat as well
1: there may still be some baubles. The may still sure. be for next year. Yeah, again um, now.
2: And make sure you're following at Triple Jump Shop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements. And hey, why not tag us and Triple Jump Shop in your merch posts Wanna when you that. make them?
1: Come on yeah. Now. Don't yeah. Don't leave us out. Don't leave us hanging. Um, you can follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter and Hive at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter at confused underscore dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday being the joint stream. Is it. On YouTube, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday being solo streams on Twitch. That was... Harder to say than normal. I'm now streaming back on Tuesdays. James will be back on Fridays. Uh, So come check us out on Twitch. Mm. Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Uh, Sunday for everybody else. It is a Worst Games Ever week this week. We do the podcast every Saturday and the shows are all the bloody time. Come check them out. Why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. And we'd really appreciate it. All sorts of stuff come out this week. Yep, mm. it's uh,
3: WGE times two. We've got Worst Games Ever and Weirdest Games Ever. For patrons. For, for patrons. patrons. Um, so we've got World War Two Soldier for Worst Games Ever, which is as bad as it sounds. Mm. And uh, Demolition Girl for Weirdest Games Ever, which is as sexy as it doesn't sound, mm. but it is.
2: Proper sexy. Mm. Big that sexy comes times. comes out for everyone else next week. Yeah. So you again a little little hint of what you're in store for next week if you're not a Patreon. Um, Also, Ben, Mm. you played every Mm. Wii U launch title, didn't you? I
1: certainly did. And what an uphill battle that was, getting all of those together. (laughs) Some of them were I could emulate. Most of them I couldn't. Some of them were harder to find than others. One great thing, though, is because I had to play a bloody Skylanders game again, is that the Skylanders were forwards compatible, which meant that as long as you have a Skylander from any set, you can use them on any other set. Did you have a
2: Skylander?
1: Yes, I did from the... Which launch game video did I do? We? Oh no, no, this is the first time I'm using them. I'm working on another one now. Uh, ah. A little spoiler. I'm using, I'm working mm-hmm. on another launch games video now that also has Skylanders in them. Oh. But I just wanted to say Skylanders are forwards compatible, isn't that great?
2: So mm, great, so great! Wow, I'm so glad they made that whole thing for a while. Yeah, yeah. Toys to life, we love yeah, it.
1: Anyway, love it. that's that's out now. Every Wii U game launch game.
2: Also every out game. now, I think they're both out. Mm-hmm. Is the 10 best and the 10 worst games of 2022 list? That is not our opinion. That is the objective according to review scores: best and worst games. Yeah. So hey, don't get mad at us.
1: And we know you will.
3: We
2: didn't put we didn't put any reviews online. We just have our opinions we also
3: did an opinion based most disappointing games yes. of 2022 you can get mad about that one get as yeah. mad about that as you like yeah. if
2: you want so if you want mm-hmm. our opinion instead of why don't you play games instead of just getting the review scores well if you want our opinions go do uh, <laughs> the disappointing one because that's our opinion well
1: exactly i think whatever avenue we chose people would be crossed yeah. so mm-hmm. this is just the easiest way to do it you understand
2: you, you, know you get was. it
1: well There's just enough time to thank this week's sponsor once again, Ashton.
2: That is, of course, the alternate universe versions of you two, Team Double Jump, that made it so that we could make 200 Triple Jump podcasts.
3: Here's a factoid for those some of you might remember. uh, It wasn't our social handles weren't Team Double Jump back then. It was Double Jump Inc. Yes. Mm. Uh, But then I think Triple Jump Inc. was taken. Too long. Or too it can't no, have been. No, must have been taken <laughs> I don't somewhere.
1: Know. Maybe, yeah, it must have been. We yeah. wanted, we wanted to have the same handle on everything. Yeah. So there we are. Excellent. What yeah. a fun piece of trivia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening slash watching, everybody. Happy New Year. We will see you all yeah. next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.